Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, who the hell is Vince DiNucci? Who is Vince DiNucci? I don't know who Vince is, but uh, Ben is the quarterback for the Cowboys. Oh, that's, well, that, all right, fine. That's what I meant. Ben DiNucci. Who is Ben DiNucci? What? You don't know Ben DiNucci? <laughs> Dude, I ain't nothing against the guy. It's just weird when you turn on an NFL football game and you've literally never heard. I mean, I watch a lot of college football, man. There's not one player from a Power 5 conference team that played quarterback that the Dallas Cowboys can go out and find. Danuch is the best option? I mean, Wentz, the quarterback for the team, he's not Power 5. Yeah, that's true. Well, I um, do you want my opinion on Carson Wentz right now? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, partner, do I? Buddy, Carson Wentz was the MVP of the entire football league, question mark? Really? Really? I kind of feel the same way about Jimmy G, to be honest. I'm a hater. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm being honest, at least. I mean, I know Jimmy G's playing. He's got to be playing through injury. Um, that's why they pulled him, you know, yesterday, right? Yeah. Guy does not look healthy. What do you do? You think Danucci's the answer for the Cowboys? <laughs> you do not let this one go, huh? Listen, I'm steering you into this because you brought it up before, and I want you to bring it up again. Isn't there a former quarterback on their coaching staff that you played with who might? Yeah, they in house they got Sen Dog Seneca Wallace, and I mean, yeah. dust those cleats off, son. Dust them off. Send the Cyclone out there, dude. Let's do it already. What did he? Honestly speaking, Seneca Wallace is what, 34, 35 years old? I mean, he like looks 34. I think he's 39. Oh. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, age is just a number. I'm not too far off of that. So yeah, Tom Brady's still doing it, right? Yeah, dude. Frank Gore is still out there. Frank Gore is still out there. Thomas Davis is still out there. Wouldn't it be amazing? Dude, There would they would make a movie about this like disney would pick this up it would be the next you know the rookie or one of those movies remember those movies those sports movies like if seneca wallace threw on a cowboys helmet and started the next game after being on the coaching staff that would be amazing i mean didn't who did they did they did it with kitna didn't they one playoff game back in the day until he was like 60 I i think romo was hurt um and Kitna was coaching like high school ball and they, they brought him in. He was just, I think he was just the emergency backup quarterback. So I don't, I don't think he went in, but, but Johnny Kitna was a, he's a legend and he was a beast, you know, and I, Seneca can do it. Hey, for a hundred extra dollars in the zone in uh jar here that we're keeping for every time I don't say zone in, you know, I put a dollar in the jar. I'll mm-hmm. add a hundred extra dollars. If you could tell me off the top of your head where John Kitna went to college. Uh, oh man. Did he go to central? <gasps> damn it oh no did, did he yeah he's a wildcat central washington man pride of rawr, rawr. oh no all right <laughs> mark me down for an extra hundred that's what i get for shooting my mouth I, it was that or i was thinking 
Eastern, right? It was, I, had, I had a good chance. You nailed it, dude. <laughs> I was zoned in. That's what I All right, let's let's start the show for real. Let's get this crowd going now. Come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my best? I got your back. That's Lofa. Oh. I'm a player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one. Ready? Play. Russell looking. Go Hawks. Russell scrambling. Go Hawks. Pump faking. Go Hawks. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. Down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. Oh. 20, 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. It's the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Brett Daver, and he's Lofa Tatupu. Lofa, the Seahawks get right against the San Francisco or Santa Clara 49ers with a big win. Yesterday, they are now 6-1 and one on the season. The Niners fall to 4-4. Four and four. Also, uh, Pete Carroll ties Tony Dungy for most, uh, or not most, but um, ties Tony Dungy in terms of regular season wins or career wins as a head coach or whatever. And Tony Dungy's in the Hall of Fame with, with one Super Bowl win, and Pete Carroll has a Super Bowl win. So, you know, I'm just saying, just putting it out there. Pretty cool yeah. milestone for Pete and the team. Um, uh, we're going to be joined a little bit later in the episode, we hope, by Lorenzo Neal, who uh, you guys can find on the radio in the Bay Area on 95.7 The Game. And uh, we'll chat with him about the game that was this last weekend. But Lofa, uh, how are you feeling, man? Uh, I felt great, you know. Um, very stress-free ball game. Getting, mm-hmm. you know, coming out, what, 30-7 to 7 we, were, we were up at one point. Obviously, you know, we don't like seeing uh, Mullins come in. And, and reel off 230 or 40 yards passing in the, in the last quarter and a half there. But all things considered, it was it was a strong performance in every phase of the game. And um, the game was in hand from the beginning. So you got to gotta like what you saw. Yeah, let me throw some numbers your way. And, and these uh, stats are brought to you by betonline.ag, our fantastic sponsor, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. There's a great prop bet on there right now. Will Trevor Lawrence still go number one in the draft? I mean, probably, but you can go throw a few dollars on that at betonline.ag if you want to. You can also bet on anything from the world of sports or spend a few dollars in their online casino where you can play table games and and all the usual casino stuff. Betonline.ag, they're a great sponsor. Oh, use our promo code BLEAV. To receive all the welcome bonuses at betonline.ag. Thanks for uh, choosing them, and we thank them for sponsoring us. Lofa, let me throw a few numbers your way from the game, okay? Mm-hmm. Or, or from the season so far, or, or just numbers that I found that I think are interesting. Peyton Manning, okay, who holds the single-season uh, touchdown record for quarterbacks right now, right? Through uh, his first seven games in that record-setting year, he had 25 touchdown passes, Okay. Through the first seven games this year, Russell Wilson has 26. So he is on pace to break that record. Um, Russell Wilson also against the 49ers in 17 regular season games of his career against the 49ers so far. He's 13 and four with 30 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 3,600 yards passing, and a 100.2 passer rating. He loves playing the Niners, dude. 
He has good yeah. games against them. Um, and Russell Wilson is also now 52 and 16 at home in 68 regular season games. Is that something you're interested in? Is that good? <laughs> hey, wait, hold on. Actually, let's take a break uh, from all of that. And I can cut in there because he's on the phone here. Let me let him in. There we go. What's up, boys? So, what's up, fellas? Yes. What it do, big boy? Oh, you still, hey, you look like you still ready to go get, come meet me in that hole, daddy. Seems like oh, you still man. got it. You know? I'm not about that life no more. <laughs> no, I feel you, dog. I feel <laughs> How you. How you doing? I feel you, man. I'm good, brother. I had a little quick little, uh, I got this show at 10, so we had to, you know, they tried to do that freaking pre-meeting. So I was like, dude, I got to get off this phone. You got to set me up with this. My man's waiting on me, man. I don't want him to come, you know, come oh, yeah. down. We'll, oh, we'll get you in and out of here, brother. Lofa, this is... Lofa hates pre-show meetings. Trust me. Uh, okay, Lofa. <laughs> it's hey, a... Lofa, we, we, we know how to go do this. We don't yeah. Go. Let's go. Just turn it on. Hit, Just roll. Ball, ball. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing new to us. Hey, joining, uh, joining us on today's episode, Lorenzo Neal. Uh, dude, uh, four-time pro bowler, two-time all-pro. The man needs no introduction. Um, him and Lofa met quite a few times on the field directly. Um, you guys can find him on the radio in the Bay Area, 95.7, the game. Lorenzo, uh, what would you think about that Seahawks-Niners game? Without a doubt, I think when you look at Seattle and you think about, especially when you're talking about quarterback-receiver, you might have the best tandem in the league. And and I'm not saying, I know Mahomes is good, but if you said a game, I don't know what Mahomes can do that Russell can't. Maybe he's a little faster. Maybe he throws the ball a little longer at times, but I just think that football IQ, what Russell Wilson can do consistently, more can manage the clock, manage the game, take what the defense gives him, doesn't necessarily have to force it, like Mahomes because Mahomes wants the big numbers and that's who he is to see give me your quarterback and give me your receiver I think right now Megatron and think of a name a Megatron I think that's the closest comparison you can make but wow. Metcalf may be stronger he may be stronger and of course he's faster but you know Megatron was a big physical receiver I think you guys got something comparable to that and maybe more lightning, more explosive than Megatron. That says a lot for Metcalf. Absolutely. I mean, you saw the, it was a five yard. It didn't even really look like he was running hard on the route. He stopped, cut in, caught it, and then he took it for 60. And no one was even close. No one closed ground on that. Um, and to your point about Mahomes, uh, we saw against the, the Chargers, they made him check it down and for, throw, they, they took away the big play. And when you do that, you frustrate him because they're used to these, you know, 50 plus scoring, you know, plays. So um, I agree with you in the regard that we do have the special, the, the most special group in terms of quarterback wide receivers. The biggest thing, what I do, so to kind of to your point, you said, what did I see in the game? I saw, I saw a Seattle team that last week losing to an Arizona team and a young quarterback that everyone knows that Calamari I like to call him Calamari because it's easier for me. Calamari oh, is going to be pretty. Because <laughs> call him, go with Calamari. You guys got. Hey, go, hey, hey, you better give me love. When you I will that. always hey, give you know, credit. I will hey. always point to you. Because, <laughs> hey, because Calamari, let me tell you, he heats up and he is he is tasty. He can make things happen. He's an appetizer. So when you look at that guy and what happened with Russell, that hurt Russell. Just not not it didn't hurt him. It didn't hurt him mentally. But he's just like okay. 
this little guy, I let him out doing, and people are, you know, they've sized them up. He looks up to Russ and he's a second year player. And he went head to head with arguably the top three or four quarterbacks in the league. And he found a way to get it done. So you knew Seattle was going to come back and have a deal of resentment, you know, and that's what good teams do. They show you that they can bounce back. The San Francisco 49ers guys, they were in that game. The first drive, you saw that they could go in to score. The guy fumbles the ball. You see Jimmy G, Mrs. Kittle in the middle of the field, throws him a ball that would have run him to the safety. If he throws that, you know, that throw a back shoulder. Throw yeah. that back shoulder, Kittle would catch the ball and fall down. Throw it low. In it. You stood, you're going to put your high-priced tight end at harm's way. And mm -hmm. so the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway for me, and I think you guys agree, is the San Francisco last year, the difference is you had a great defense. When you have a okay team, okay, just an average offense and an average defense, if you don't have a great quarterback to over, over, overcome adversity, you're not winning in the National Football League big-time games. Last year, the defense could overcome Jimmy G's imperfections. It could overcome those things, but now the San Francisco 49ers and Seattle capitalize on it because Seattle can turn the ball over and if they can give up something on defense – but Russell Wilson can overcome that. Yeah. The biggest takeaway, though, is that the San Francisco 49ers have a tight end that you did not, wasn't able to let him be, hey, diddle, diddle, I like to say, hey, diddle, diddle, Kittle down the middle. Kittle is un an unstoppable force. You can have that one, too. You can have yeah. that one, too. <laughs> well, you got all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got, I'm, I'm on a roll, guys. You guys want I'm going to bring it, baby. I'm going to bring it. <laughs> they hey, shut him down. Well, hey, where well, where do the 49ers go from here, though? You know, um, I, I, Jimmy G, he, he looks like he's banged up. He's got a high ankle sprain, but they keep kind of pulling him towards the end of these games. Is there a quarterback controversy there? Let me ask you guys something. Did Seattle pick up the phone? Did they talk to Tom Brady this offseason? Uh, probably not. Absolutely. Okay. Why, why not? Why not? Because we got our guy. Okay. Let Russ but, but cook, what, baby. But, my point, the point that I'm making to answer your question, why did the San Francisco's entertain? Yeah, um, that's a great point. It's, it's, so it's, so let's, it's not Cal Shanahan. Cal Shanahan said, look, I'm going to entertain it because he understood. There was, you saw in the Super Bowl last year, San Francisco 49ers, they were running the ball. Then when they had to throw the ball, he missed Emmanuel Santos wide oh, open. Oh, that was, it was open. Too, it was yeah. open. So yeah. Jimmy G needs, he is not an elite quarterback. So, so you ask where the San Francisco 49ers go. San Francisco 49ers will beat, we'll make a little side wager. They're going to beat you guys, Nick. They're going to beat when you guys come to San Fran. We'll, we'll win that game. Okay, here's the thing you guys got to realize. Yo, don't, don't, just because you got a big head over there, no, don't start, just because, don't, <laughs> don't give me, don't give me side eye like I'm talking, huh. like I'm talking Japanese right now. Don't even start, bro. No. Don't even start. With no, all due respect. I'm not. Here's, here's what I want to ask you. Like, do you, do you want to see Nick Mullins the rest of the way? You want to see Jimmy G back in there? W what do you want to see them do with, with this situation they got brewing? It, it seems like they're a little stuck. What do you guys want to do? Hell, last week you were talking about your freaking Seattle. They're done. Russell Wilson, let him, let him cook. Just I, let him cook. Just let him cook. If he bro. has to cook, we can't play defense. And, and, and Russell threw three interceptions. You guys are ready to jump off a cliff. Do, and do now you know the emotion? Now you guys, you guys are the, now you're the, you're going to play the media, big dog. You played this game. Well, I'm not letting you get off the hook. You no, played this game. I, you know how it is, bro. You don't realize the, the PR, the damage control and emotional support that I had to do for everybody up here. Because 
Look, it came down to three turnovers. We still put up 34 points or whatever it was. We we had that game. Yes, we let it get away, but I was I'm not worried about that, Thank but I you. was more worried about this game coming into it and our mindset. Um, you know, because the last time we dropped two in a row was just last year, and we lost to Kyler Calamari, as you like to call him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we followed it up with that that one inch on the goal line stop by uh, DJ Greenlaw uh, yeah. for the tight end. So, right. you know, I was like, okay, this is just too eerily similar in terms of like this is now the the next test we have to pass. I mean, we have we're going down a serious gauntlet right here with um, the Bills, the Rams, and then Calamari again. But luckily, it's up here. Yeah, and and the, and the bills. The, the, honestly, guys, the bills aren't a good team. The bills, they're 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 they're. You don't play mistake. They're they're not they're not going to go light it up. This you guys are you guys are in good shape. San Francisco 49ers, Let me tell you, they're 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 injury bug. You lose Nick Bosa, one of the best pass yep. rushers. You know that, bro. It's yep. it's hard. Um, you guys, and, and, and you guys, yeah. It's it, you lost Sherm. You got Sherm. You got you lost D Ford. Buckner, Buckner in the offseason. gone. I've you, been saying that the, one was the biggest. The whole like, when when they did not re extend him, I was like, oh, that one to me is the one that's going to really hurt. I, I'm with you because I, honestly, I liked him. And here's the thing: no disrespect, everyone gave Nick Bosa all the credit, but when you have a guy in the middle that dominant, six five, that can push the power back. Now there's a meeting in the boys' room because the quarterback's at seven yards deep. Yeah. He can't step up. So Just that may yes. <laughs> Yes, so that made Nick Bosa's job that much easier. People didn't, they, bro. I'm with you. They took away from that. I think you guys coached a hell of a game because Norton's been getting, let's face it, getting a little hot seat. But they played some cover zero. It was great that they brought the linebacker and you yes. looped him. You brought him from one side, so now the guard, you're asking a guard or a tackle to have to track back to the backside, and it causes a cluster over there. Yep. So what the what the Seattle was able to do? They said we're going to play on the other side of the ball. They did not let the jet motion and all that stuff get started. They took a page out of Philadelphia's book. You guys came across the defense offensive line and created a new line of scrimmage. And now that jet motion and all that sweep, you don't separate the defense. So mm -hmm. when you have that thing working, now the defense is split because they got to stay home on the backside. But because the because the way the Ken Norton devised that defense, it shut that offense down because they played on the other side of the field and they made Jimmy make quick decisions. That was a hell of a defensive uh, scheme by, by Seattle. Absolutely. And I would have liked to see us continue to pressure. Bobby Wagner is the, and I've been on record saying this, he is a rare, exceptional pass rusher, not just blitzer. Because you anybody can blitz from the linebacker position and just run, you know, through a gap. But when he gets that one-on-one -on -one opportunity, it's a mismatch in our favor. And that's rare. It's rare that you see that. There's only a couple linebackers in the history game um, that can create on their own and not, you know, be a, a stunt runner, you know, wait for the, the end to crash down and come off the edge uh, on a running back. But he was doing it against the center. His second sack, he came around, he bulldozed, just pancaked the, the tackle and the running back, bounced up and made the sack. So I wanted to see them continue to send him. When we went to a transition of a cover two, when they were dinking and dunking and completing those uh, on, the, on the, the 250 yards Mullins came back and threw for. Um, but 
I do want to talk about great teams. I was telling Brett, so I want to, can we, if we could shift a little from the game, because let's you know, do it, baby. Cause the Niners, they're kind of old news, man. I hate to say it. I have one more, I have one more question. You though. got a question. Okay, I'll, go I'll ahead. Get, I want to get both of you on record on this. Cause everybody's talking about it this year with the different playoff format and whatever that because the NFC West is so strong that all four teams might make the playoffs. Just, it could be just a simple yes or no. Do you guys see that actually happening? I see three. I see for sure three. Here's the deal. The Rams aren't that good. The nine, I know the Niners, you guys are looking at the Niners. The Niners aren't that good. But the Niners can beat anyone if they play mistake-free football. If if you know yesterday, the Niners, they had an opportunity to go up in that game. If they go up, is it a different game? If they, but they, you got to, mistakes killed them. A lot of things happened in that game. And Russell Wilson, we know who he is. But the Niners aren't a bad team. They're not a great team. But I think Cal Shanahan and his scheme can make them their offense very formidable. You see what they did already. To, you've seen what they did to the Rams. To the Rams, They yeah. smacked them around. A, a, a block, you got to realize, uh, the first game of the season, Jimmy G underthrows the receiver. He's wide open. The DB pulls his hands up, and the ball hits him in the back of the head because Jimmy underthrows it. And they gave him a block punt that led to seven. So they hmm. should have beat Arizona. I'm, I'm, I watched that game. The Niners are a good enough team to get in. I think what you've seen Chicago lose, you've seen the way this NFC thing is shaking out. I think that it's the toughest division in football, and the Niners didn't help themselves yesterday. But you got to realize, they're not going to be seeing Russell Wilson for for a while. They Mm -hmm. got Aaron Rodgers, and watch the way this team – here's what you get to see. You get to see, and this is where you got – everyone's going to be going with Aaron Rodgers. Watch the Niners. I'm taking the Niners. One of some free money, take the Niners because – they got embarrassed. They had a chance. They're up against it. We'll get to see how this team is really made up. The Niners, in my opinion, guys, should be, they should be six and two. The Miami Dolphins absolutely came in and smoked them. And by the way, Miami's going to win that division. But once you guys know they heard it here first, they're going to be wow. no, do that advice. The coach, what he did, he got rid of all the cancers. Mm-hmm. He told those guys, get out of here. He got, got all these draft picks. The guys that want to be there, they want to be there. The, 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 they will make the playoffs. Watch. They will win that division to me. Cam's not going to do it. You look around there. It's it's, got, it's a two-man race. The Jets aren't going to do nothing. It's between them and Buffalo. I'm telling you, Miami's got a chance. So look for this Niner team to bounce back. I like them. So I do. To answer your question, I think there's a, it's possible, very possible, that all four teams get in the playoffs. Wow. I'll give my one a quick take. Okay, you're not going to like this. Uh, before the season, I counted – the count of the Niners out, just the, 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 the weight that is upon your shoulders when you lose the big game. And, you know, I've been there. It's tough to get back. And so I said that they weren't going to make the playoffs before I'm sticking by it. They're not going to make the playoffs, even though this is the toughest division, they are a solid team and respect to, you know, um, Shanahan and Sala and the, the, the job they're doing with all the injuries and keeping that team competitive uh, we'll see where it happens, but I'm, I'm going to say, no, they do not make the playoffs. I do think the other three teams, us, the Rams and the Cardinals make the playoffs. So I'm going on record for that one. Okay. But in terms of great teams, that 06 charger team. <sighs> so I, uh, yeah. And see you, I, why, why do you give that exam? Why do you give that, that head shake and that, do you because feel like McCree, all McCree has to do is catch the ball, fall down and the game's over. Catch the oh, ball. Okay. And every everyone started doing that after that. He made and everyone intercept. It was no, we're winning the game. Intercept the ball. You fall down. 
it's over. Instead, you intercept the ball, you get tackled, change field position, give them the ball in the 20, they go in to score. And honestly, the offensive coordinator lost that game. And I love Cam Cameron, who was our mm. offensive coordinator. Go look at that game. LT carried the ball six times in the second half. LT had not, LT had over 70 yards in the first half. He looked, go, if you guys get yeah. a chance, I'm, I'm pissed. LT should have ran that ball. He should have had 25, 30 carries. That game would, should have never been close. Coaches got their, their, their cojones got too, 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 too tight and they freaking started. No, I mean, you got me fired up. You got me well, fired up. But I wanted to say from a talent wise, my God, I had maybe the only other team that I could put up there top to bottom that was, and I mean, we played both of you guys that year, the Dallas Cowboys uh, of 2006, top to bottom. That was the most physical game, both of you guys. Um, and it was just like, you can't get out of bed the next day. At least I couldn't. Just like, oh my god! Like, well, we were, I... talking, we were talking about that Charger, uh, that Charger roster before Lorenzo jumped on. You know, you got him and Ladinian Thomason and Darren Sproles uh, and Turner, Turner. Mike, Michael, Mike Turner. Don't speak on Michael Turner. Oh man, Turner, Turner, and hard on defense. Well, this, what's crazy is okay. You have the MVP of the league in LT, and I mean, to, you got to go through Zoho to get a chance at him and Hardwick and Dealman. And you know all those guys, but when when LT went out, it was no it was no Ball playoff. <laughs> now you got Turner, and then if it's third down, you got Sproles that you got to chase around. Uh, yeah, we under we underachieved, man. We honestly that I'm glad you brought that up. We told it, it was it, we underachieved. Our heads were too big, and you know how that can be. You you're never oh. as good as you are, think you are, and you're never as bad as you think you are. We over underachieved. We should have that team by hands down. We should have won that. We should have walked away with it. As far as talent-wise, we got our heads too big. And one more team I played for that was like that as well, that we should have won it. And, and that was that that Tennessee Titan team when we had some some boy dogs. We lost by a yard. We beat the Rams earlier that year oh, when they were the fastest turf. We were the only team to beat them. And then we lost them in a Super Bowl because we had four guys injured. So you know it, man. It's, it's tough, but, man, yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, let me tell you listeners out there watching, this dude had the hardest head. He, and he would hit me. You would hit, hey, bro, that's that laugh right there. You would hit me, me and you would hit real hard, and you would laugh just like that. You would laugh and like, Neil, what's up? It was like this dude, and I'm coming hard, and we oh, would go at it, and you would just smile. Just, and I'm like, dude, I can't stand this guy out on the field. But I loved it, man, because you brought out the best in me. I want to tell you, you know it was no fair dodging. You knew I wasn't trying to cut. Oh, you knew never. I was coming. Never. You knew what was going on. Me and you knew it's it was like, we respected yeah. each other, but it was going to be. Let's it's go. going to be hell. And <laughs> I, I trust me. I remember because I was just like, man, I mean, he's still going. I got, you know, like, because there's times you're like, oh, shit, how am I going to get up from this one? And you find your way to your feet and you just get back. And you're like, you look over your corner. I was like, did he get back to his huddle? Because like, I was like, oh, man, he ran back to his huddle. I got I to gotta run back to my huddle now. But, okay, one more. We'll let you go after this unless Brett has any questions. But the fullback position, right? What's going on with the fullback position? Because – um, I mean, there was a no, – I don't know if I can even name any fullbacks these days. Um, Sherman. Hughes, checks, Hughes checks decent. Hughes check. For, for Hughes check. And, he, and he's, not, he's not the kind that I was to throw back. The, but he still gets you, cut you. He'll do some things. He's good in the pass game. I'm going to tell you, it's like what's going on with the country. Softification. We live in a world now that everyone wants, wants instant gratification. And, it, and, it, and it's sad that, we, that you see football. I understand you got to protect guys. But it's no more. You can't use it. It's a, this is a contact sport. I understand the league wants to make it safe. I get it. But, bro, you know this. 
you were you are you are grown were grown men playing a kids game getting a king's ransom but this is a contact physical sport and you taking the physicality out of it and the linebackers and fullbacks used to be able to hold open up on a lead draw and would open up and it's just you and them two battles we're gonna find and out they, yeah. yes you find out but that's what football was football and and I think that you, because the college game and all these teams are going away from the fullback, going away from the traditional, you see this starting to die, and you see it starting to die out. But he had a, a, a we had to do show and tell in kindergarten, and I remember this. And so they said, let's bring your favorite fruit and vegetables to school. So everyone brought in cherries and strawberries and all those peaches and apples, and my grandma told me bring in this onion. So I brought that old onion out of the bag and everyone's like, oh, everyone did. And I went last and laughing. This is onion. I said, it's most, the most disrespectful fruit of vegetable. But when you want a good salad, you call on that onion. When you want a good hamburger, you call on that onion. When you want a good soup, you call on that onion. When you want to go lead draw and you want to play an ISO, you want to run smash mouth football, you call on that onion, baby. Okay. The fullback is the onion. We're unappreciated, but we're the onion, baby. Ooh, oh, damn. I brought it home. You didn't know where I was going with I that. You got the, you I didn't, I didn't, I didn't but I'm ready to run through the wall now. <laughs> what does a kid that plays fullback or the body type, you know, we're similar in body type. Do they start shifting and, and focusing on linebacker? Because. Yeah, I, I think, I think so. But are, are you just, or if you go out there, you play angry. I played the game angry. And that's what, yeah. that's why team said, I got to use him because I knew that I could, I knew that if I played at another level and did something angry, then yeah. I'll make this, I could last as long as I, as long as my body would hold me up. So that's why I was able to play 16 years and almost yeah. 17 because I played angry. So if you play angry and you're going at guys and you show that, that if you're going to play fullback, then you got to understand what you, what is going to be required of you. That's the thing. That's the reason why they're not used because they don't play angry. They get up there and then they titty block. They don't, they don't want to go through. They get at the point of attack and then they stop and then they start to fit. You got to run through people. So, Yes, if you're not going to be physical, then go play linebacker. I, shoot, you didn't know your boy was averaging 16 tackles a game. I was recruited to Fresno State to play. I played both ways. Your boy was, yeah. I was, I was California. I was a bad oh, boy. And then, you, oh, put me in the you game. still are you a bad man. Wrestler. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, when we going to do, do this again, guys? We, you we can, can do find this you can Let's do it again. Let's do it again sometime. For sure. All right. You guys can find this bad man on the radio in the Bay Area, 95.7 The Game. He's Lorenzo Neal, four-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. We will definitely be doing this again. That was a ton of fun. And also, by the way, let me just say, you guys both look like you could still throw on a helmet and get out there. And with all these injuries and stuff, and this year's already crazy anyway, I want to see some harder lobbying out there. Get Call me DMs. Over? Let's Get you guys back. Look at this. I mean, are you kidding me? Man. Hey, uh, utmost respect and love for you, Zoe. Um, you know, let's do this again soon. Hey, God. I had to get the body shot, bro. Oh, yeah, look, at your boy. look at your boy. Look you at might me. be a tailback now. Hey, I have to get lean, baby. I have to get lean. <laughs> hey, call, hey, call me. Call me. Let's catch up, brother. No, let's catch up. And there's a lot going on. I just want to give you guys, let you guys know. Right now, you know, this, this message is from the heart. You don't have to be red, blue, black, white, to know to do the right thing. Our country, our youth, this generation, old generation, doesn't matter. We as a country, we're better than that. No matter what happens with this election, no matter red or blue wins, we're still one country. We are still should be united together as a people. Not black, not white, 
not Asian, not Samoan. We are all in this country and we're all in this thing together. Let's us all come together and educate one another on each other, educate races, educate people about what's going on. The biggest thing is education, because if you don't educate, how can you ever change the heart? The heart and the mind works together. Education is the key to controlling and understanding both of those. So thank you guys for what you guys are doing. Get out there and vote, register. Love you guys. Hit me up, brother. All right, brother. Love you, man. Lorenzo Neal, dude. Fired up. That's a real one right there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, if he was coaching uh, curling or something, I'd be ready to run through a wall. He's like, man. And, I mean, he's – Like I said, he's about it, man. There was – that, what I love about him, yeah, he's not cutting you. You right. know, there's there's a lot of guys, they'll go cut you, what, right? He's, what, what does what, that mean? Can you explain that? They take right. your legs out. Like it means they don't want that smoke. They're <laughs> not they're not about that life. And with him, hole opens up, you you just not you got to go. And there's no second guessing. And and that's what he said. He goes, you know, I'm not going to cut you. And that's where it's like, okay, this guy. <laughs> It's the, it's the you hear announcers say like the cliche like bring your hard hat or whatever it's going to be a long day he was one of those yeah. guys yeah i you know should have brought a neck roll too um, <laughs> but uh that's that's what you love uh that like you said he played hard and and you know he played just physical and yeah. that's that's what the fullback position my dad played fullback that's what's required right and there was no there was no bullshit no tiptoeing in there. He oh. you better you better bring it or else he's gonna embarrass you. Um, yeah. So, but I, I love competing against that guy. So we have so much on this episode. We've covered so much ground. Honestly, there's there's really not even much more to cover. It was a it was a great game by the Hawks. They they end up winning by ten. I think you know, uh, Seahawks fans who like to find something to pick at will pick at the yards that Nick Mullins picked up when he came in, but look, they win the game by 10. And I think we should, we should all kind of uh, be happy about that. I think some great performances all the way around. You mentioned uh, Bobby Wagner when we were talking to Lorenzo and all that. Um, Let's, let's get to uh, the stuff that we do on this show all the time, our zone in players, our predictions, and I'm sure we'll get, get to Bobby and some other things as we go through it here. Um, Congratulations. First of all, let me just shout out uh, Jason in federal way. You'll be getting a zone in gift pack because you took the over on Lofa's zone in prediction. Lofa had DJ Dallas uh, going with uh, six touches for 50 yards and a touchdown. He actually got more than six touches. I think he ended up with 60 something total yards, something in there. Um, and then two touchdowns for the rookie who looked great. Do you want to talk about DJ Dallas for, for a bit? Yeah. For everybody that was, Oh, we don't have any running backs. Carson's down, Hyde's down. You know, we drafted this kid for a reason and they were raving about him all camp. And like I said, six yards of carry he averaged. And I know he didn't have a great game on the ground. It was, you know, he had to earn those yards, uh, you know, San Fran did a good job with that run game, uh, but opportunities opened up and, you know, he did some great things in the passing game, but he's not afraid of the moment. I'll say that much, you know, the kid runs hard and, you know, was rewarded with two touchdowns. I'm excited about the future for, for uh, DJ Dallas. Congratulations to Jason and federal way. If you guys want to play the game with us, you just wait for our predictions, which usually are on our Thursday 
edition of the podcast. And uh, Lofo will throw out some predictions. And then if you think he, the person's going to get over or under, you email us at seahawkspod at gmail.com and we'll send out some gifts for you. Some more predictions that we had from last Thursday's episode was the scores, Lofa. And we got, we got, dangerous close <laughs> again okay so i my score prediction was 38 17 and for a bit it was 37 to 17 wasn't it so it was very close but you my man you said 39 27 final score was 37 27 we're getting so close we're this man it was so close well, i mean oh. it's kind of easy when we average over 30 so it's easy to easy to guess the Hawks, right? Yeah. Um, or at least get close. Yeah. The offense doing a phenomenal job yet again. Um, but it's nice to see the defense slowly, slowly getting closer to uh midseason form. Taking taking steps in the right direction for sure. Yeah. I mean, dude, Jimmy G had 80 something yards passing by the time they pulled him out of that game. And they're talking about high ankle sprain, but I think they're just pulling him from these games, honestly. And if I was a Niners fan, I'd want to see Nick Mullins uh directing this team. I'm that's just me. Seriously. I think he gives them the best chance to win. Jimmy G wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Off a top. healthy a healthy Nick Mullins is definitely better than you know, hobbling Jimmy G. I, I think he's, you know, taking a little too much of the chrism, but that's what comes with the quarterback position. Um, when you get the big paycheck, they're going to be looking at you like, hey, we thought you were the guy to, to lead us. So we'll see. Yeah. I know you want to talk about Bobby Wagner and I want to talk about Bobby Wagner because Bobby Wagner is the man. And I mean, you know, KJ Wright's been the man all year so far. The linebackers, the, the two of them, especially just having a great season. And um, uh, Bobby Wagner was just playing like a man on fire that game. Yeah, everywhere. Um, those two big hits of the goal line. Uh, mm. I mean, I don't know how that kid, you know, the one that ended up being a touchdown, that was a phenomenal effort by that kid, uh, Hasty, because I thought he was dead when yeah. we, <laughs> he it off and was able to reach out. Well, yeah, he just turned. And that it happens when, when you hit somebody flush like that, if they can turn. Edge James was like the king of doing that. Um, but, you know, so phenomenal effort by that kid. But that that was a big time hit. And then he hit, you know, just on the check down. Him and Brooks sandwiched that running back uh, a, a play or two prior. But everywhere, he was all over the field. Um, and, again, the only thing I didn't love seeing is them dropping. Okay. Now, this is where I will go off on a little bit of a rant is especially when I was playing middle linebacker and they said I was too slow, you know, to play the position. Why would you send that guy deep metal third running backwards, you know, retreating to play coverage? It, it always blew my mind why, why that, you know, was one of the schemes we chose to use. And right now when they did come back, we're doing that with, you know, our defense that, that was, it looked like a lot of cover two, You'd see Bobby just zipping out of there. And that's one of your best tacklers. And, and it's one of your best blitzers. So I would like to see them even just move him to just for that defense alone, even if they know when he takes off like that, it's cover two, or with the safety sitting high, it's cover two. So just move him to curl and put, put Jamal, when Jamal comes back, put him at middle mm -hmm. running that deep paint because then you could have Bobby and KJ sitting there in the curls. And that's what makes cover two go. The corners and the curl, um, you know, the four underneath coverage, those hook defenders slash curl defenders are, that's where, you know, Rondé Barber and Derek Brooks made all their plays, made all their money. And, uh, you know, Bobby and KJ, and I think Brooks will get there too, 
in terms of being a hook defender. He's very instinctive, so you could even put him in there. But I just hate seeing our best player retreat yeah. <laughs> out of the picture. Yeah. Listen, they play the Buffalo Bills this coming weekend at Buffalo. It's a 10 a.m. start, um, and it's it's going to be on Fox, and we'll go ahead and break that down on Thursday. But right now, that's a wrap on this uh, action-packed episode of the Seahawks podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us on the Believe Sports Network. Please visit our sponsors, uh, betonline.ag, and also Lofa's company, Zone in CBD. Um, what should we break it down to on this episode? I, I have an idea. Do you have any ideas? I never have any ideas, man. <laughs> Listen, I saw you put it out there on social media. I think it's brilliant. Um, everybody's saying let rush, uh, let Russ cook. I think we got to let Bobby rush the quarterback. I'm agreeing with you. That's your thing. You made it up. I'm not stealing it. I'm giving you credit. But why don't we break it down to let Bobby rush? Absolutely. All right. You lead us through it then since it's yours. Oh, you got it. No, 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 I, no, I, I, no, thank you. I don't no, want any part no, of it. No, thank you. We're going to have a, a humble off here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. You've given me permission. Here we go. Lofa, let's break it down to let Bobby rush on three. One, two, three. Let Bobby, let Bobby rush. rush. Bye everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.